Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. PJ, as we preview the Cleveland Browns, I can't help but think to myself, what a team on paper. I'll say this, they have a lot of talent, but last year they finished in fourth place in their division. But that's how life and sports work sometimes. Sometimes things are great on paper, but there's something missing. Have you ever had something in your life that seemed great on paper, whether it was, you know, a college or a friend or somebody you were dating that seemed great on paper, but there was just some kind of disconnect? Definitely, definitely. And I think that's a good way of putting the Cleveland Browns on paper. They, they look really good. I mean, they got one of the best mm-hmm. defensive players in football, Miles Garrett. They have one of the best offensive players in football and Nick Chubb. They still have a really good offensive line. Mari Cooper's still a really good wide receiver. They picked up Elijah Moore in the offseason as well, which was a good pickup. It just it all comes down to Deshaun Watson. And there are so many teams in the NFL, Chelsea, like when we preview and we talk about, we're like, oh, they're just a quarterback away. And oh, if he just plays well, like they could be a good team. With Cleveland, like like it truly is all about Deshaun Watson. If he turns back into Houston Texans, Deshaun Watson, when he was like a top five quarterback in the league, they can win the division. If he plays like the Deshaun Watson we saw last year. They're going to finish last in the division again. So it all comes down to him. He knows it. The team knows it. The fan base knows it. Everybody who's betting on Cleveland this year knows it. It it all comes down to Watson. And personally, that's why I just, I cannot get behind Cleveland. He just, from what we saw last year, and I know he was thrown in middle of the season 
And, you know, he didn't really get a full off season knowing for sure he was going to start like right away week one. We saw him play like a preseason game, but I just I, I can't get there. I love Nick Chubb. I love their O-line. I think their defense could be very interesting. And I think Stefanski's a, an OK coach. I don't think he's like upper echelon. I don't think he's top 10, but I don't think he's bottom 10 either. I think he's like middle of the pack. It, it just all comes down to Watson, Chelsea. And from what we saw last year, I, I'm just a person. I can't get behind Cleveland because I do not think he's going to make the 180 that a lot of people do thinking that this Cleveland team could be a contender. I mean, they're plus 100 to make the playoffs, minus 120 not to make the playoffs. So they're pretty close to like a coin flip almost. And with how loaded not only their division is, but obviously the AFC is as a whole, I just can't get behind saying that the Cleveland Browns are going to be one of the seven teams that makes the playoffs in the AFC this year. All right, counterpoint. I would say, yes, I agree that Deshaun Watson is a huge part of this team and obviously a huge part of the offense, but I don't think he even has to play that well with all the weapons around him. And how many teams can we say this about? If the quarterback is just mediocre, this team can win a lot of games. You see it across the league. When you have a lot of talent surrounding the quarterback, sometimes they don't have to put up Patrick Mahomes' numbers to be a good team in the NFL and make it to the postseason. Will they win the Super Bowl? Probably not if Deshaun Watson's not putting up those video game numbers because he's coming out of the AFC because he's dealing with all of those other quarterbacks that are going to be leading their offenses to some video game numbers. But I don't think Deshaun Watson has to be, you know, a cut above. And obviously they're paying him like he is a Patrick Mahomes type. We remember that huge deal that he signed for all that guaranteed money. But you look at the offensive line and you look at the division that they play in, the black and blue division, as a lot of people like to call it. They have the second best offensive line in the entire NFL. They've got a ton of talent on that defense, of course, led by Miles Garrett. I think they can still contend. And I think I'm trying to take the other side here because I do think that you got to at least provide both sides in this argument. What is your argument? If you were going to take the other side and say, okay, I can see why some people like the Cleveland Browns this year, what would your argument be? If if people like the Cleveland Browns, I think you're 100% on the money. And the Cleveland Browns need to channel the Tennessee Titans. Like their identity needs to be run the football. We know when the Titans are at their best, they're running Derrick Henry into the ground. And that's what the Browns need to do. They need to run Nick Chubb into the ground. If the strength of your team on offense is your offensive line and your running back, wouldn't it make sense to run the football? Like that's that's what you want to do. You need to run the football. And like you said, Deshaun Watson needs to almost kind of be like a game manager. You don't need him to be the MVP Deshaun Watson when he showed flashes in Houston. You just need Deshaun Watson to take care of the football, make some big plays on third down, hit the open receiver. Even though you're paying him like one of the best quarterbacks in the league, he doesn't necessarily have to play like that if Cleveland is running the football. And when they did make the playoffs and with Baker Mayfield as their quarterback, it was because of how good of a running team that they were. So, you know, to me, last season, Cleveland just threw the ball way more than they should. They're such a good running team, and Chubb is such a good running back. And now that they don't have Kareem Hunt anymore, and Chubb and Hunt were such a good one-two punch, I mean, Chubb is the guy, and uh, they have to they have to feed him. 
This year, they have to run the football and run the football some more. So to me, that'll be a big part of Cleveland's success this season is how do they call plays? Do they feel like with the full off season with Watson now and last year behind them, are they just going to unleash him? And are they going to hope and they are they going to throw the ball 35, 40 times a game with him? Or are they going to run Nick Chubb 25 to 30 times a game and approach it that way? So I think a lot of how Cleveland plays this year is dictated on their play calling offensively and whether they're a true running football team or if they're a passing team. They're probably going to be a top five rushing team in the NFL, according to the statistics and everything. But to me, that doesn't mean anything to me. It's got to be about how much you're using Nick Chubb. And I think that will dictate how good of a season they have this year. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Right, Nick Chubb, one of the premier running backs in the league for a reason. And also, like we have mentioned, behind one of the best offensive lines in the league as well. If you're wondering what the the betting card kind of looks like for the Browns this year, they're plus 375 to win the AFC North, plus 2,000 to win the AFC, and 35 to win, to one, excuse me, to win the Super Bowl, to make the playoffs. Uh, Even money to make the playoffs. No, to not make the playoffs is minus 120. And their win total set a touch higher than uh, what they finished last year. Win total set at 9.5, over at plus 110, under minus 130. If you remember, the Browns finished 7-10 last year with a minus 20-point differential and finished last in the AFC North. Here's my next question about Deshaun Watson. Do you think it's fair to assume what Deshaun Watson is going to be this year off a six-game sample size last year. Because you're right, Deshaun Watson in most of those games did not look good. His season-long statistics were not very um, kind to him. Seven touchdowns, five interceptions, and 20 sacks. He looked like somebody who was very rusty. Do you think any of that rust comes off this year? I do. I think, like you said, I mean, it was only a six-game sample size. He he had a long layoff from playing an NFL game, so I think that does contribute to it a little bit. I do think he plays better this year, but again, like I still think he's probably going to be the fourth quarterback, in, best quarterback in that division. Like I think Kenny Pickett is going to have a big year for Pittsburgh this year. Everybody keeps talking about Justin Fields and Justin Fields and – You know, I think Fields is going to have a good year. I mean, obviously, he makes a ton of great plays, and he's such a good runner. But Kenny Pickett is the guy that I would watch this year. He he won a lot of big games for the Steelers towards the end of last season, and he did so in prime time. He beat the Colts on the road in Monday night. He beat the Ravens on the road in Sunday night football. Like, he was winning some big games on the road, come from behind. He beat the Raiders when they were on, when the Steelers were honoring Franco Harris the week that he had passed away, came from behind and won that game as well. So Kenny had a bunch of fourth quarter comebacks that really nobody's talking about. And it's because he's not like super flashy, but he he was really good. And I think he's going to have a big year. So I think there's a chance that Watson's like the fourth best quarterback in his division when the season's all said and done. And I think he's going to play better than he was last year. But again, the QBs in that division with Lamar and Burrow and Kenny Pickett and the upside, I just, you know, Chelsea, I I think it's going to be tough. I think when you have the fourth potentially best quarterback in your division, 
Like, it's just, it's going to be tough to win your division. It's going to be tough to make the playoffs. So the one thing Cleveland has going for them, four of their first five games to start the season are at home. So that's great for Watson that he's at home for the first month plus of the season. But at the same time, three of those first five games are against divisional opponents. You play the Bengals at home, the Steelers on the road, and then the Ravens at home. So with all the expectations going into this year, with all the uncertainty of Watson, everything that they're really expecting from him, their season could either either spiral really quickly or it could be a really good season for the Browns. And that's just why I'm kind of afraid to bet them this season because when I bet on a team, obviously everything is is a gamble. And we're just kind of all trusting our gut and what we see. But there's just so much unknown with Cleveland this year, and there's so much unknown with Watson that I, I don't have a good feel for them. And I feel like more could go wrong than could go right. So they're, they're really a pass for me in the futures market. And even though I think Watson could play a lot better this season, I just don't think it's good enough where I would want to back Cleveland in any kind of futures market. Right, but I think that uncertainty is built into the price at plus 375 to win their division because let's look at the division for a second. Doesn't it feel like you could make a pretty strong argument for at least three of these teams to win the division? Like they call, again, the black and blue division. The Ravens, you could certainly make a case there. The Bengals are the favorites. And then the Browns on paper, like I said, certainly have a shot, I think, to win the division if they can put it all together. So when you look at the odds, and if you think three teams all have a shot to win it, wouldn't you take the team with the longest odds? The Cleveland Browns of these teams. I haven't even asked your opinion on the Steelers. Sounds like you're pretty high on the Steelers too. Chelsea, I was going to say, I would almost rather take, I like Pittsburgh better. Do you like Cleveland better than Pittsburgh this year? Because I like Pittsburgh better. I think so. Yeah, I think Cleveland. the, here's what I'll say about the Browns. I feel like their ceiling is very high. I think at their ceiling, they could be contending for maybe the AFC. Like, maybe that's pushing it a little bit. But think of if we see any signs pointing back to Deshaun Watson getting back to his old self. And I know that's kind of a stretch. It's been a minute. But still, he's in a good spot to be at his best because now he has a full training camp. Uh, he gets a full season to show what he can do. And also, he has a ton of weapons on that team. So as far as talent goes, I think this team is just as talented as uh, any other team in the AFC North. Obviously, Joe Burrow and Lamar Jackson are incredible quarterbacks. Maybe Deshaun Watson's not at that point, but still, like the Browns, didn't they beat uh, just about all of these teams in divisional games last year? Yeah, they did. They beat. They beat. They beat all of them. So, you know, and I think you bring up a good point. And if people are kind of deciding between like which long shot to take in the AFC North, do you take the Browns or do you take the Steelers? And I think it's great we're on opposite sides and bringing different perspectives to it because you're totally right if you like Cleveland you're buying the upside and the potential and I do think there's more upside with Cleveland than Pittsburgh this year but if you're like me I'm just buying the fact that with Pittsburgh I know what I'm gonna get like Tomlin hasn't had a losing season I know they're gonna be competitive I know that at worst they're gonna be hovering right around 500 I know that if their defense stays healthy they have a chance to be really really good and then again, offensively, I'm higher on Kenny Pickett than probably most this year. And I think he has a chance to be really good. I like the fact that the Steelers are finished last to come in this division. I think with a guy like Tomlin as your coach, that's just only going to motivate them and 
that's an organization, Chelsea. They're they're not used to being picked last or coming in last many, many times. So I think they're kind of thriving off that. But that's really what it comes down to. You're either buying on the upside of Cleveland or you're buying on the consistency of Pittsburgh if you're looking at a long shot in the AFC North. And what makes it tough is the two teams you're trying to dethrone are the Bengals, who have obviously won the division the last couple of years and been to the AFC Championship the last couple of years, and the Ravens, who, when Lamar Jackson stays healthy, is one of the winningest quarterbacks in the league. So it's a tough division to take a long shot, but at the same time, Cleveland and Pittsburgh, the rosters are good. And with their quarterbacks, if, if they have big seasons, I mean, you could definitely see them winning their division as well. Right. I think it's going to be a very interesting year in the AFC North. There is one bet that I think I will make because I don't know if I like the Browns enough to bet on them to win the AFC North. But one player I do have faith in, Nick Chubb. Uh, nine plus rushing touchdowns is minus 120. He, uh, I believe he had seven last season. I need to double check that. Uh, let's see. Oh no, 12 touchdowns last season. So yeah, I'm going to take the over there because think about it. If you're in an offense where your quarterback should be better. And if you are missing the other quarterback in the rotation, Kareem Hunt now out of the picture, I like Nick Chubb to have a big season. If Deshaun Watson can be even a little bit better, the trickle down effects. I know he is a different part, but still the running game improves when the passing game improves as well. So I'll take that bet. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.